Check, check. You said a check. I don't carry that kind of cash oh, with me. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of From the Kitchen Table. To the streets. That's right. We are back. In our... For the first time. <laughs> taste, taste me again for the first time. Oh, God, no. <laughs> We've been stepping out as we stepping in. That's it. We missed a couple weeks, but not because we don't like you anymore. It's because... We're not growing apart. We're we're not going in different directions. It's just I think about you all the time. I just think <laughs> we sit down and talk and work out our problems, man. Yeah, there is no problem other than life. I mean, that's true. No, life's not a problem. Life's a breeze. Everything's fun. Turn that some bitch up to eleven. Push play. Well, there's no push play anymore. I guess just it only it. goes up to ten point nine. Let me add it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, two weeks away uh, because well, we had to fly to Cambodia check out our sweet record deals. Cambodia? Not really. None of that no, happened. None I of made that all happened. that up. That's a falsehood. It uh, basically breaks down to Josh had to work too much. What it breaks down to, which is not is impressive for like uh, world traveling photographer. And we were you know we're not a uh, we're not making money moves. Yeah, if I could get a as the yeah. poet says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Working on the night moves. That's true. That I've been working on. Right on. (laughs) (laughs) What? How else am I going to learn to be Batman? Well, I don't know. Well, I you're not going to like it, but I know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) I need tell me more. (laughs) I need you and your mom to go see a movie. I'll be outside. Doing what per se? Waiting for y'all so I can kill her in cold blood right in front oh, of you. Oh, no, no, no. You know how it starts. Yeah, I know, I know. And then later when you remember my face over a bottle of scotch and you're crying and thinking about all the ninja moves you know and talking about justice and stuff like that, I'll be there. Because yeah. every hero needs a villain. That's it. And you're it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think about my machinations now. Machinations. I got pl- I got to plan them for years so my revenge will not be swift or subtle. The machinations of Marcus Alavander. Yes, taste the flowers of pain. <laughs> I don't know. Taste the flowers of pain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and we're off to a weird start. Yeah, well, that's just about the same. Today's recipe is... <sighs> okay, bear with me. It's like sushi, but it's made with cooked pork loin. Yeah. I'm intrigued. So what we do is we fillet a whole pork loin mm-hmm. by sliding your knife down the center of it and kind of using your body weight to roll it to well, right-handed or left-handed, roll it out and cutting in a, like a, you flatten it out to maybe an inch, quarter of an inch. You put all your sushi stuff in there, your avocado, cream cheese, whatever you like, your sushi rice, your sticky, sticky rice or whatever. Um, I like to put the sauce inside the pork loin itself mm-hmm. and then roll it up tight pinwheel style and then tie it like you're, like you're trussing uh, um, your piece of pork or whatever and then grill it and then it comes out in rondelles. It comes out mm-hmm. you know, kind of like circular. If you, if you roll it right, you have kind of like the consistency of a sushi and also a, a good grilled pork 
Mm. It's for those who who uh, you can make them you know normal sushi size or a large or large roll. You can gravy it if you want. But if you're going to keep the Asian motif, you start with your gravy with your pork fat and then add the juice or the zest of some mandarin oranges. Dude, you got me so hungry right oh, now. It's ridiculous. Just just, <laughs> just stuff that I've come up with. That's the kitchen table portion. That's right. That's my meat portion. Would you like a portion? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like some of this? <laughs> no, I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... Can we get some some food? <laughs> Instead of you offering me your <laughs> greasy, multicolored, you know, wares. <laughs> I'm done with your closeted wares. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, and I don't care what you read in the history books, Astroglide was not made to get astronauts inside their tight suits. <laughs> That's not where I thought I was going with it either. <laughs> but I do know that if you get overzealous with your me time, you can slip a stroke and just deck yourself in the nuts. <laughs> That's for our short strokers out there. You know who you are. You're listening. I know. You we know. We, in fact, we hear you. No, no, no. No, we, we don't. don't. No, we don't. But we feel you. All right. So. Sadness, you know, it's times like this. I wish we were funnier or more planned out. Like maybe we had successful comedy careers or any kind of successful career, so we yeah. could sit here and have something not meaningful, but just something that was something we could say that would be heard and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree, or haha, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever. But lacking that, I'd I'm, like, uh, I'd like some sponsors, I'd like to get paid for my funny or for the funny that we think is funny. Yeah, I know that's the, that's the sad thing. I don't find it sad. I know, just way to bring it down, Mark. I, like, I know, like, I digress. It's just like you had some momentum and I just decided to pull the brake on it. Yeah. Just well, like, I'll tell you what. I'm Charlie and I stole the handle. The train, it won't stop going. <laughs> That's a Jethro Toll reference. It really is. For you guys out there, if you like that fruity, I mean, that, uh, that's being of a million talents. <laughs> Throw those knees up and play those flutes. That's right, buddy. That's right. I need to. Get some sponsors so I can buy a really detailed small alabaster statue of a fawn seducing a young maiden. Because you don't you don't have class until you have one of those things in your house, like an edifice of some mythological so, uh, creature. Yeah, of like you, I need random satyr statues. Oh God, I love satyr statues. <laughs> I know you do because where there are satyrs, there are nymphs. <laughs> and that's true. I don't know what I would do with a mythical beast. <laughs> I bleep myself for some reason. I'm not sure why. But, uh, mythical beast? <laughs> yeah, some mythical beast. That likes to play the, 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 the flute? No, I don't want, I'm, not a, I don't, I'm not into flautists. <laughs> I just wanted to say flautist. Say it with me. Flautist. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, we know. I want, yeah, I want the... I want the, the What's a clarinet player called? A flautist is a is a flute player is a flautist. What's a clarinet player called? A clarinet player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you don't think they have like a? Well, it's like a person who plays a horn is not a hornist. <laughs> That's cool though. <laughs> I mean, like they're brass. He's a hornist. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> percussion is of course percussion. Um, I don't know. Internet, tell us because we have no idea. We haven't got any comments, and either because we're not commentable, commentable. 
communicable. We're definitely communicable. Yeah, yeah we have a Facebook page now. We only we also have contagious diseases. <laughs> Facebook.com from the K to the S. That's cool. So we talked about the kitchen table stuff. Well, we're still on the kitchen table stuff. My elbows are sweating on the kitchen table right no, now. No, we're both leaning upon the kitchen table. Yeah. Take it to the streets. <laughs> Take it to the streets. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I can't, well, let's see. What's some street stuff that I've done here recently? Have I done any street stuff? All I've done is a bunch of working. Yeah, I've done a bunch of work. But oh, the other night, um, Christian was asleep. And uh, and Paige was at work. So I, I went to the mailbox, which is by the street. <laughs> as you do. As you do. You know, when you remember that you get mail in a mailbox. And then a letter in your mailbox. I got a half pint of peach vodka and some 100% in your mailbox? cranberry juice. Oh. And I mixed myself up a delicious cranberry peach vodka drink. And then I sat here. And I can't remember the, the record that I put on now. Uh it was a song, I can't remember it, and I'm screwing the story up, but I put on The Devil's Rejects again, and I turned down the sound, and I put on a put on a song, and I was sitting there just listening to the song, watching The Devil's Rejects, and it synced up. Nice. If, if I could remember the song, it would be great, but I just can't. Like the, the whole Pink Floyd. Yeah, but yeah, like, uh, it, but, it wasn't, but it wasn't anything like Pink Floyd. It was something that does not fit. <laughs> but it synced up, like, to the what was going on. And the coolest thing is when Otis, in that scene where he pulls his hair back and does the, he's going to hit the guy with the stick part, yeah. it worked out with the lyrics and everything. I was like, this is awesome. Just having fun with myself with my vodka drink, which pretty much is a metaphor for me. <laughs> having fun by myself with my vodka drink. Yep. I got some Romeo Giulietta cig- cigarellos, smoke a little cigar, drink a little peach schnapps, <laughs> and, and have a good time, man. Uh, you know, for all the years... <clears throat> And all the mistakes and all the regrets and all the things I've drank and all the friends I've lost and all that stuff. I come like around, like come back around to think like in, a, in the Frank Sinatra vein, I kind of did, I did stuff my own way. Not in a negative way. Well, yeah, in a negative way, but not all the time. So coming out like the other side of the tunnel this way, I'm like, oh, golly, I went, I rabbit hold hard. Back to the streets. <laughs> I was trying to talk about some street hood rat stuff with my friends, and I couldn't. <laughs> we I lost have, it. There's no street hood rat oh, stuff. Oh, I have here. a hood rat story. Me and uh, Anthony went to Spanky's in Prairieville a while back. Oh, Lord. Just for because. Just because? Well, like, there's a girl he wants to meet there or something like that. Of course there is. And, it's uh, Anthony we're talking about. I was thinking about it's it. more bumper And they had a DJ shop. there, and they have a... Uh, and there was like you know seventeen people there, and they were doing their thing. Seventeen people like, and we were making, we were making, we were trying to make friends. I make scream, yeah. I make friends really easily in those situations because yeah. I have so much experience in bar rooms and stuff like that. So when I'm in my in a good mood, like let's have a good time, man. Let's have a good time. I go, hey, I'm Mark. Blah blah blah. Make a friend, and then they're playing the you know the, your standard DJ stuff. They're playing like Kodak Black, and they're playing. Uh, they're playing Panda. They're playing all these rap tunes and little pump and all that stuff, and a uh, little Yachty and all that kind of stuff. Gucci people or all, all that awesome Gucci Gucci man. Yeah, I don't know. They're playing all that stuff. I've listened are. to it just for the sake of listening to it, not for me. But I also by listening to it and like you might also like this have found some tunes that I actually do like. But anyway, I digress and make the story uh, continue to go even further. Is um <clears throat> that uh. 
I went up and asked the guy to play POS, uh, fuck your stuff. And he looked it up and played it for me. I know every word to nice. it. So I kind of got in front of everybody and just pantomimed, just trying to make friends. Everybody. Because I've lost, apparently lost my stage fright. <laughs> it's about time. Completely. Back when we were doing this thing, it'd be like, Anthony um, was just sitting there are, laughing. Are, are you I'm sure acting, we're going to do this? donkey. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. <clears throat> it's different when you've got a group of guys behind you. I learned that the hard way. I was always so terrified. And that's why I don't think stand-up ever worked uh, for me, because being up there by myself was, would be hard. Really, really hard for me. But if I got one other person, even if that, there was like the old school waiting in the wings, like with a curtain, I guess they mm-hmm. don't exist. But if that had that and I could look left and right and see people I know, it made me feel better. Yeah. But <clears throat> just being by myself. Or like I would do. Like you'd sit there with your guitar and sing. And as long as I was sitting next to you, you were fine. Not even doing anything. Just sitting there. Yeah. It's just something about, uh, it's just something about having somebody I know I can make eye contact with. Like the sound guy. If I was friends with the sound yeah. guy, I'd be all right. If I could look, you know, does sound all right? Or was that funny? Was that funny? Even if nobody was laughing, is that funny? That's funny. <laughs> you know, that, that's just the kind of person I am. But anyway, that's not street either. God, I can't keep my mind on stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know. Tabuli. Tabuli? Yeah. Moly moly. It's like couscous, but different. Mmm, couscous. No. Delicious. We're still on the kitchen table. So say some street hood rat stuff. Yeah, Wody. <laughs> I'm the furthest thing from the streets that you can get. <laughs> it's like I take a target set and go to the grocery store. <laughs> Why did I get all this pork? Oh, I've got a new grill. I've been cooking outside three times a week. Like a lot. Listen to my book on tape, charring some mammal flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Works out good. Man flesh. Mmm. You shall taste it. Mm. The white hand of Bilbo. <sighs> this is dead air, man. Say yeah. something. Say something. <laughs> Twist it. Flick it. Swish and flick. <laughs> Leviosa. Do something. Guardium Leviosa. Be aware. Turn into a werewolf. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Turn into a werewolf. Do something. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. Turn into a werewolf. Do like, something. That's the thanks, Mark. It's short yet pointless. Yeah. <clears throat> I wish I had some meaningful dialogue to say. I just don't. And you wouldn't want to hear that from me anyway, because I'm like the. I'm like the guy that comes in to fix the elevator, and then as I'm leaving, I lean over and say something really inappropriate to the secretary, <laughs> and she looks all like, oh, and you hear it, and you laugh, and I laugh on my way to my truck. That's why I like Jason, <laughs> that's why I like Jason Mewes' character in uh, Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Mm-hmm. He was just a janitor hanging out, and every now and then he'd pop in and say something really ridiculous like that, and then just go on about his business. Like the episode where all the, all the chicks are getting fat. He's like... <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing hiding in here, man? It's a regular wide load highway out there, man. <laughs> if I was your age and could handle all this stuff, man, I'd be out there tagging all of it. I tell you, been around the world a long time. And the, way, and the only thing I can tell you now, honestly, with all these heifers walking around here, is the only way to grease my piece is obese. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks out. <laughs> um. You said that, and the thought that was in my head is now gone. <laughs> you inspired me to say something. Quick, turn to a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you said you said something. Was it the wide load highway that triggered you? No, no, it was something else. It was something else. It was sardonic and irreverent, but I just can't remember what I was gonna say. You you, you took me on a ride with the story because I watched that show, but I was still you know I was still then I kind of went there with you. And I was thinking about Jason Mewes yeah. saying that, and I had something. I was like, ha, that's funny, and then, and then whoop, you know, it went out. So. <clears throat> <laughs> I was thinking, oh no, not the elevator repair man. God, what was I thinking? I don't know what I was thinking, and that's not important. What is important is that we're here. Janitor, we're happy here in the big world. I don't know. Are you happy here in your big world? Thrilled. <laughs> Just, uh, I don't know, man. I think um, there's uh, we have no segues. We have no. We have nothing to say. We have no meaningful dialogue, and that's fine with me. I'm just trying to remember what the fuck I was gonna say, <laughs> and now that I can't remember what the fuck I was gonna say, I don't have anything to say. Well, we'll uh, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> we'll circle back. Is it like not circle jerk? Circle back. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, got, I was thinking about something else. I know you were. I got coconut Filthy oil in there. Filth. Yeah. You get, I don't. I don't know. If you move your hand really fast, it becomes clear. But if you go slow, it's still white, so you can't oh, tell when oh, you oh, messed oh. up. Not that white. The other white. Oh. The other white. <laughs> the other white fat coconut oil. <laughs> the other white fat. Lady cooks with coconut oil. It's delicious. Not for me, but I understand. Um, uh, grapeseed oil. I like that. Um, I like uh, the first press EVOO. Oh, uh, it's kind of my thing. I've tried pecan oil. Right now, I'm on a soiree with sesame oil. It's a, it's a very strong tasting yeah. oil, and you can mess up. But if you uh, like snow peas, if you're like gonna do some green beans or something, it adds a very like salt, pepper, butter, maybe some garlic, maybe a piece of bacon, like old fashioned kind of southern green beans, sesame oil. Yeah. It, it kicks get, it up. It gives it that that real edamame. I really like that. I really like that. But I mean, I've been using it for different stuff. I mean, as I'm trying to remember how to make stir-fry, stir-fry. Yeah, because I know you can definitely, from experience, you can definitely go too far with the, with the, with the sesame oil. You can, but trying to make, like, sesame chicken, but like or a General Tso's, or, or, or trying to make, like, a... That's an American Chinese dish. Yeah. But trying to make it to where it tastes like you got it from a restaurant, it's not as hard as you think. Yeah. Not really. It's just getting the consistency right where you don't overcook it. And when everything's crispy and you make it fresh, like you make the noodles and then drop them and stir-fry the noodles together and everything. Oh, I love that. Right. God, I miss noodles. So good. But they have noodles you can eat. I know. We've, I've uh, looked in it. We've I've been looking. At. We've been, uh, me and me and my my wonderful girlfriend, Amanda, have been looking at low-carb noodles. There's a Miracle Noodle, mm-hmm. I believe it's called. Miracle Noodle. Yeah. Comes in a bag, like in, like water. Yeah. And has like... Like no carbs. No. Like well, it's got like it's really, really, really low carbs. It's like sixteen carbs too much. Sixteen carbs? I mean, for a serving, no. What about thirty-four? Mm, pushing it. Thirty-four carbs per serving is pushing it. Yeah. That's six ounces. Well, because you got to think, you know, there's going to be other carbs. In well, it's just mm-hmm. going to be vegetables. Okay. Well, then not potatoes, no. but like green vegetables, yeah, red, no. red well, bell peppers. Then, then that would be fine. Shrimps, maybe. Um, no, I'm just curious because I looked at it a lot. Cause I uh, just cause, just out of morbid curiosity, really. Yeah. Um, there's several different noodles, but I was thinking about that as, as you as you bring that up. We could uh, we could do a spaghetti squash. Um, I had never tried that, and that's something I would like to try. Actually, try to make a stir fry with the spaghetti squash. As you you know, you pull it out, it has the same consistency. Yeah. Uh, as noodles, 
And if I can make it where you wouldn't be able to tell, that would be the key. That would be something. That would be like a, I can't eat carbs. I got you. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, dude. Something like that. Down. Let's try Sesame it. Sesame oil's got carbs in it. So uh, you have to use yeah, something else. Yeah, but not a whole lot. No, not a whole lot, but it's there's a problem. I mean, the, the few teaspoons or tablespoons you'd be putting in there wouldn't. Well, squash has carbs in it. It's a starchy vegetable, isn't it? No. No. Spaghetti squash? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm unsure, sir. Me too. And it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I want to lo- look. Okay. Since we're trapped in the kitchen table and irreverent bullshit, I want to get some beef bones. And I want to use a hacksaw and I cut them in half. Mm-hmm. Exposing the marrow. Mm-hmm. And then I want to salt, pepper, garlic, olive oil. And I want to roast them in the oven and turn them until they're roasted. Mm. After they're roasted, I want to use my vegetables in a boil bag or something like that. And I want to make... Um, a fuss stock um, and just boil the bones and everything and make it real rich and everything and then I'm going to sit there and keep that stock kind of simmering off the side you know pull all that crap out of it I might even do the 24 hour thing where you skim it and skim that little bit of fat yeah. off the top because it's not going to be that much but there's a presence just skim it out and then put it out bring it back up to temperature and sit there and see how many dishes I can make with that stock because that Vietnamese, that pho stock is freaking fantastic. Oh, yeah, dude. Maybe even throw some lamb bones in there and get that, like, that. And I can make, I mean, udon noodle things I can make. Uh, just just meat and veg stuff. Um, they've got quinoa, which is a substitute for rice that you can use. Yeah. Um, all, that, all that kind of stuff. I just don't like the way it, it's, it's got a it's how you do texture. It. It's how you do it. It's definitely how you do it. Uh, any medium you put it in, just like putting... Imagine putting peas in mashed potatoes, right? Yeah. Now, take that and shrink that with your mind and make it small. Yeah. Small peas, same consistency. Mm-hmm. Small peas, same consistency. Well, the smaller you get, you're going to have that consistency. It's just the... If it's if it's, un, if it's overcooked or undercooked, you're going to tell. It's going to have a grit. Like yeah. A, and that's, now it's in every crab, crevice in my mouth forever. That's what I get every time I try it. I'm like... Mm, Didn't do it right. You, like, you get like a Think holes. of it like this. Think like, of it like... Have you ever made creamy grits? Yes. Do it that way, or no, 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 cream of wheat, but yes. thicker, not that that watery yeah. kind of thing. Ooh, I put too much water in it. Oh, why did I get instant cream of wheat? That kind of stuff. Uh, fuck you, Uncle Ben. Just, uh, <laughs> um, just you know, you could. There's a billion ways to do it. I mean, you could even do it if you wanted to. Um, kind of like making a risotto. And just I, was gonna, add, I was gonna say and that. Add and cream and add every and cream. time I've tried it. I, in my head, that's what I want it to taste and feel like. It's like a, it's like a risotto. Well, there's several different sizes of the quinoa until you get to the size of couscous, which is something else. Yeah. Um, but any ancient grain, as far as that, I mean, it's not really. If I was going to do it, I would like uh, make an etouffee. Make a really good, you know, with, you know, celery and crawfish or something like that or shrimp. Um, and then I'd use the quinoa and make cakes, and then I'd grill or fry the cake and make like a uh, mm. like an etouffee cake. This way, it transfers the medium of your quinoa, yeah. your whatever you're gonna do, to where it's all at some point when you cook it like that, all the textures are gonna blend together. It's the, that's the flavor profile that you're fighting now. Yeah. So do like, can you taste the celery? If you can't, if it, everything tastes like etouffee, you've messed up. Yeah. You should be able to taste the individual. Yeah, you want you things, want. and you're, or just cook it to crap, and then you just kind of like just just drink cream of soup. You know, whatever. Yeah, it can't be just one singular. You can't be like, okay, it tastes like etouffee. You want to taste every layer of what you, you know, what you put in there. The Kitchen Table Podcast, baby. That's it. Um, we, we'll do the streets next week. 
But it's <laughs> so like, no, I'm thinking, you know what, boudin with eggs. When you make a boudin bar or sausage, or you make an egg, or use an egg as a binder or something like that, you can use 100 different binders, fat, whatever, whatever you want. Well, if you start using cream with chicken, you ruin the boudin. Ruin it. Tastes like cream of chicken. Ruin it. There's so many places you, that use that. But, well, cream you have to use process condense something to make it last, so I can ship it, so I, you can take it home and sell it. It'll hold its form; it won't break down. Blah blah blah. But if you make boudin like you're supposed to make boudin, it's it's a smoked process. You know, you know, it's, yeah. it's good. Wrap it in a rag, put it in your pack, and travel along the coastline or whatever you're doing. <laughs> We're going to throw the ring in the fire hole. Whatever. Just bring some boudin with you. Throw the ring in the fire hole. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it just depends on how you do it. It's like uh, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it, just like in anything. So, do you do the nine steps before or you do it quick? I can make I can make etouffee, crawfish etouffee in 30 minutes. I'll no problem. No problem. And it'd be good. And a bunch of it. But if I take the time, same thing with homemade spaghetti sauce. If you're going to make marinara or, like, or you know, not spaghetti. Yeah. Well, I guess you could say spaghetti sauce. Spaghetti and meatballs is a is a different dish. Yeah, you know what I mean. So really, if you want to break it down, but uh, if you want to make that sauce, you can make it thirty minutes. Easy. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people too, you can. If you have like all of a sudden you got to feed twenty people, you can make that happen. Yeah, my spaghetti sauce has to simmer for an hour though. It just depends. It just depends on how you want to go into it. Where you how, where do you start with? You start with fresh tomatoes. Well, your your cooking time just got longer. Yeah. Are you going to make your own potato tomato paste? takes longer. If you're going to use canned tomato paste, you shave off time. Yeah. If you're going to use canned tomatoes and cook them down and make a sauce, it's going to take time. Or you could just grab a bottle of pre-made tomato stuff or whatever and blot, blot, roll. Which never tastes good. <clears throat> oh, my sweet baby Jesus. I'm going to tell you a story. I was going through the store uh, one time, and I, you know, you get prego or ragu or blah 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 and you're going to use that as a base and doctor it up or whatever. And I saw a, 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 a brand of a spaghetti sauce that I'd never seen before. I've probably seen it, but I never cared. Cajun Power. Cajun Power. Seen it. Yeah. Well, I've seen the name. Cajun the Power name, is I what I saw. It's like, it Cajun Power spaghetti sauce. I was like, I'll try it. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Really? It's the best jarred Campbell's. Oh, Campbell's. Best jarred spaghetti sauce I've ever tasted in my life. Really? It's spicy. It's thick. It's got big chunks of stuff in it. And it's, it's in a jar, you know. Yeah, I've had the Cajun Power. What did I have? I had Cajun Power salsa. I did a K. I did a cacciatore with it. Ooh! I made meatballs and I deboned a chicken, and I cooked that off to the uh, cooked that off to the side and added you know fresh sautéed vegetables to it and made a big thick, well, cacciatore esque mm-hmm. kind of sauce, and made the made the pasta with it. I was like, Jesus. It was fantastic. So this time, I went back, and I'm trying a sous vide product that is Cajun Power for old-fashioned smothered chicken. Ooh. Basically, an onion, some chicken, and some gravy. Cook it down. That's the wrap. That's Sold. It. That's it. Yeah. What else do you need? Um, as I swore away back into, like, the old-fashioned stuff. Yeah. Like, shepherd's pie here is way different than shepherd's pie. Like, original shepherd's pie, Right. So uh, doing that and kind of using <clears throat> using the, the once you have the techniques and you can cook anything, then you can you have a bureau chef essentially. You just kind of you use that that base information to add your own kind of the culinary art part of it <clears throat> to anything. Yeah. I mean, from any side. I still got professional like the professional textbooks, the cooking 
yeah. textbooks in the in there. And if I, you know, just keep myself abreast of what the hell is a demi glaze? <laughs> yeah. What are the mother sauces? An espanol? <laughs> is that a sauce or did I just fuck up? No, it is. It's a it's a sauce, you know. Going on and trying to remember all that stuff. So. That's the stuff that I wish I would have gotten into when I decided to go to culinary school and then decided to start my own business, a failing business, instead of going to culinary school. I should have just went to culinary school. <laughs> you wouldn't have liked it. I mean, you'd have loved the school. You take the school, get the piece of paper, put it on the wall. Really? And then go get a normal job. Because you can be a chef. You don't have to have the paper to be a chef. Yeah. Go get a job at a kitchen with a lust to cook and start as a dishwasher or a floor sweeper and work your way up the line. That's how. That's how. That's what cooks and chefs are born out of. Because I know what a chef really is. A chef's not just a guy that comes, ha ha ha, and shakes hands, and comes out in a white coat. You're a <clears throat> you're a psychiatrist. You help change tires. You do money drops at night. You're a floor sweeper. You're a dishwasher. You're a mechanic. It's a all inclusive all inclusive high stress job, um, which is awesome. If you like it, it's busting the line. It's making food on the fly. It's like they want hollandaise. Hollandaise is not on the menu. How much do we charge it for? I got an idea. And bust it because Granny Goodwitch outside has steamed asparagus and she's got, <laughs> and she's to, got have to have hollandaise on her. Can you make a hollandaise real fast? Yes, I can. I certainly fucking can. I don't, it's not my favorite. But if you make it good, it's good sauce. Yeah. Level. Love a, fr- a fresh homemade hollandaise. I like it, but I like to take a teaspoon of. Uh, Spicy brown or Creole mustard and put it in there and yeah. make a Creole laze. Kind of has a little spicy, little horseradishy taste or a, a large kernel like a rough ground mustard to it. I like that, but if you Instead overdo it. Instead of just it, a sweet egg sauce. It overs the powers the hollandaise, which is a freaking, if, if they're like, this doesn't take, you're not going to, if somebody asks for hollandaise, you damn square better make a hollandaise sauce. Just like if somebody wants a, <clears throat> a Bernays for their steak or something and you don't know how to make it quick. How do you make a Bernays? Well, I like to vary the details anymore, but just fat, meat fat, flour, shallots, salt and pepper, uh, garlic. You're making a gravy. Mm-hmm. I, I forget the rest of it because you put me on the spot. <laughs> but <laughs> that's basically how you do like demi glaze and, and stuff like that. That's harder. That takes longer. But any of your like your secondary sauces are really pretty quick. One of my next thing I'm going to teach myself how to do is make the uh, American Greek Grecian sauce, the cucumber yogurt tzatziki base. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to make the. Uh, they call it Grecian sauce in most. Greek they call it Grecian Greek sauce Greek. in most places because they people can't say tzatziki. I don't want to say it either. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling it Grecian sauce. So, yeah, the, the Greek yogurt, dill, cucumber. Love the stuff, yeah. but it, I, it, I, it, I it to me, instead, instead of using it as a dip. I'm thinking I could use it, not like creme fraiche, but you could use it as a bunch of different stuff because at certain heat, it'll melt. Yeah. And you don't want it to separate, but you could like, I'm thinking about maybe using that to make a compound butter, make a tzatziki <clears throat> or <clears throat> and some and some room temperature sweet cream, and then you blend it, and then you roll it in some uh, cellophane and make, you know, like a, like a roll of it, a rondelle or a log of it, and put it in the freezer. And then take it out, and you can cut it and use it for different things because it's just a compound butter. Yeah. And if you don't just, like, this is a hot pan, you won't separate it. So you could get you a a piece of pork or a piece of meat or a piece of chicken, fillet it, cut it, however you want to do it. And then as you're you're finishing it on the plate with your chicken gravy or whatever you're going to do with it, just lay that piece of compound butter uh, 
Grecian your sauce. Your Grecian sauce on and top. Have, and let have it, the heat of the kinda, meat yeah. kind of separated. I think that'd be a nice touch. And I'm in a, um, a love affair with dill. Yeah. Right now, anyway. Um, I, I got some steelhead trout that I'm going to grill with dill. Um, yeah. Not like the dried shake it on mm-hmm. there. I'm going to put sprigs like of dill, fresh dill on it. Yeah. Well, I got this fish cage that I haven't ever used. So I'm going to season up my, my filet of steelhead and then put it in that clamp in that cage and with lemon and dill and just flip it on the grill outside. And maybe nice. I got some hickory wood. Maybe throw one or two pieces on there just to get a little, a little smoke, a little blast of smoke on it. I think it's going to be fantastic. But anyway, from the kitchen table. A little smoke. I'm gonna cedar. I'm gonna cedar blanket. I'm gonna cedar smoke it. No, I'm not gonna cedar no, shit. I'm not gonna cedar. Jack. I despise cedar. Yeah. In all its forms, I don't even like a cedar closet. We were talking. Let my shit get eat by moss. <laughs> my, uh, me and uh, me and a lady were talking the other day. We were talking about. Uh, we were uh, we were watching Ina uh, Ina Garden's uh, cooking show. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that one is. Uh, you know, and she's the one that's like, don't tell Jeffrey, you know? Like, Tonight we're making something special for the boys. Uh-huh. Don't tell Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. And she was cooking these, the, the, she was making these salmon tacos. And she was cooking salmon. And she's Sounds like, pretty good. And my girl's like, salmon's, mm. and I was like, you gotta have a good taco right. I, said, oh, I said, it's hard to get salmon right. I've had it right one time, and Mark had made it right. You know, you made it right one time. She's I've like, made it right more some, than once. She, well, I mean, that I've <laughs> I'm, tried. I'm picking on you, Willie Namath. <laughs> Willie Namath. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I was like, I got to talk to him about that. I got to talk. I had to do salmon right because every other time I've ever had it has been gross or fishy. It just depends on how you do it. Ultimately, uh, a lot of people do a cedar plank. Okay, rule number one with cedar plank, soak the cedar plank for 30 minutes to an hour before you cook with it. It'll catch fire with a piece of wood. Yeah. Word to the wise. I, I, I do the same those, thing with my kebabs. Cedar plank. Soak the bamboo. You can do it well. People can do it well. You can blacken it. You can do salmon in a hundred different ways. My favorite way to do it is to grill it. but Or not flat top it. You can, you can saute it. But um, if you're going to do it... Um, was say it, she did it baked. You could do it that way too. If you're doing the whole fillet, I yeah, do it a whole a big fi- like fillet. the whole fillet or two fillets. I do it that way. Yeah, because she was then she was cutting off big portions of it and putting it in the tacos. Um, you can do it that way. That's not what I would do. I'll tell you what I would do with fish tacos, uh, which is something I came up with. It's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I digress. Uh, with salmon, if you want to bake it, I guess you could bake it a hundred different ways. Um, if I'm going to saute it, I'm going to do it. I guess you would call it presentation down side down first. I would cook the fish part rather than the skin part first. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to put a little slit in the skin so the skin doesn't contract and bow your fish. Uh, it just depends on what your outcome wants to be. If you're doing like a, uh, you do your standard. Do garlic. I want to eat salmon and not have it taste like garbage. That's what. Well, <clears throat> salmon has fat in it. Believe it or not. Um, and the, the problem with seafood, especially here in the South, everything that you've ever had has been overcooked. It's been kind of horribly overcooked. It's been dry. It's been meaty. And any impurity or any taste from the pan or the griddle or whatever the hell, they, the, the stick they cooked it over the fire with, has been just not up to snuff. <clears throat> so and if I'd simmer, olive oil, oh, was it heat plus food equals cooking? Uh, olive oil, butter, garlic, salt, pepper on my fish filet. 
lay it down in the hot oil and sear the top of it, turn it around, finish it off, and then twist my pan to the sides and use that butter garlic, douse it over the top until the, that little white fat starts to come out. And the moment I see that little fat, I drag it off the side with my spoon and I pick it up with my spatula, drain it off, maybe even sit it on a paper towel, plate it. It's done. Done. That That's quick. A, that quick. Fish is fish are quick. It doesn't have to be cooked to shit. Same thing with seared tuna. Seared no, tuna. No. Seared tuna seared is literally tuna. sear each side, done. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about like a quarter inch down. A quarter inch down is ruined. You're searing, the, you're searing the outside. Yeah. The ahi tuna is made to be, <clears throat> not made. I mean, the fish wasn't made for this. <laughs> you can catch the fish, throw it on the boat, and cut it right then and eat it. Yeah. Just like that. Delicious. Probably the best fish you're ever going to eat. Um, baked, <clears throat> I would, of course, go the dill way. I might put foil down. I don't know. Um, I definitely I definitely oil the skin side so we didn't have any stickage depending yeah. on what you were using. I probably might even use one of those uh, fancy ceramic pizza. You know, the ceramic yeah, pizza Like one plate. of the stones? I might use that uh, and oil it because it's going to absorb really quick. Yeah. But it's not going to take a long time to cook. I yeah, would, no. 30 minutes at a low temp. But um, I might even take it, if I was going to put it on a pan on foil, I'd take another pan, a, a quarter hotel pan or something, fill it full of water or wine or both, and put it on the bottom row of Let the oven. Let it steam. Yep. And you can do it on a rack. You know, red right on the rack, you clean the rack off, do it red right on the rack, right on the rack. Red right on the rack. That's right, coin the phrase. You heard it here, folks. Red right on the rack. <clears throat> and we have a show title. And I do a dill. Maybe an orange, maybe a couple lemon, salt and pepper. And then I'd probably make on the side, um, I don't know. I might do like a, a like a teriyaki sauce or maybe a soy-based kind of something astringent, something that's assaulting, but not to baste the fish with. Something on the side yeah. that you could have that you could dip the, the fish in. And that also, even if you got a, a bad piece of fish or a fish with a really an older fish with that, that grungy skin, yeah. So if even you had the hint of fish, that sauce would kill it yeah. right then. So you could have the option of eating like an ahi tuna or a, a salmon done that way. That's how I do it in the oven. If I was gonna do it on the grill, I'd do it just like a redfish. Yeah. Salt, pepper, right temperature. Uh, low temperature, I would do it way below 300. And I mean way below 350. I'd probably do it about 350, put it on there, and I'd make me a sauce. Uh, probably a, a tomato-based kind of a spicy, maybe a wasabi Dijon uh, barbecue sauce, mm. which can be done really easily. Um, and just kind of baste it and kind of barbecue salmon. That's probably how i do it on the grill. Um Every time I have it on the grill, it's what like absolutely other way would I do it? disgusting. Cover it in salt and just wait for a month and then take <laughs> it on a ship voyage. That's another way I'd do it. Oh, uh, the grill is fantastic. The problem is you've got to you gotta cook you gotta cook it correctly. And you're getting an old mangy piece of fish from Walmart that's been frozen for a hundred years and you take yeah. it out there, it's gonna be funky, man. Uh, every time. Every time I've never, I've, I've messed, I've messed up salmon enough to know that the skin is a part of it. That's where it's going to impart your fishy flavor. It's there for a reason, but you don't have to have that. Yeah. You could skin it, you could do it, you could grill it and grill it hot enough to where the skin blackens and curls, and use, you can use it as a shell if you don't burn it, to where you can scrape the fish out. You can do it a hundred different ways. 
But if you cook it right, if you saute it right, or maybe even a flat top, a flat top would work too. Like griddle it, be fine. And eat yeah. the skin. Yeah. Too. Maybe with a salted, uh, maybe uh, asparagus tips with Ooh, a hollandaise yeah. or something like that. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'd want to get away from dill immediately since I put dill on the fish. Yeah. So I'd probably do something, uh, maybe a fruit-based thing. I might... Uh, I might saute in another pan. I might saute asparagus tips and uh, Granny Smith apples. Ooh. And kind of have that there as a crisp, uh, a decision maker for uh, for your salmon. It just depends. It depends on what you want. Uh, I can do it any way. I'd probably, my favorite way would probably be outside on the grill. Because I'm kind of a, I'm a grilled, I'm a, like, I'm a grill guy. Grill master? Well, I'm like, show enough. Girl, show enough. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the master of this grill? Show enough. That's right. <laughs> show enough. <laughs> nice. That was an addition. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, to, 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 I don't know. I guess if I, if I'd have been prepared for a cooking show, if we we're yeah. gonna be stuck on cooking, kitchen table, yeah, I gotta bring my notes out because I got, I make notes in my book. It's just where we landed. Yeah, that's fine. The most um, mild mannered episode yet. No, it's fine. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. There's just a, oh, it's so hard. No, it's not hard to impart the knowledge. It's hard to impart, like, the the wisdom of actual doing things without being there and being like, okay, this is how we do this. Watch. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, as we were talking about it, yeah, you could. Cooking, cooking is definitely a show and tell. Well, it is, but it doesn't have to be. There's textbooks on it, but I can, we could glaze it. We could flambe it with some bourbon and put a scotch glaze on it right behind it. And then crumble the top of the salmon with freaking candy bacon if you wanted to. We could do it, but why? You yeah. know, you want the integrity, not the integrity. Why? But the, 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 the taste of the, the meat or the fish you're cooking or whatever to kind of still shine through. Um, I, I've been doing a lot of turkey. I roasted a turkey. Uh, no, I roasted. I grilled a turkey breast the other day that was absolutely fantastic. And it's the KISS principle for sure, man. It was just butter. Oh. Uh, Fresh cracked salt, fresh cracked pepper, garlic, dill. Done. Pretty much. I mean, and pretty much. Fire. Pretty much. I mean, I, I put some other stuff on it that it can't. I can't. Doesn't really come to mind right now. But uh, and my soiree into the sesame oil and the allspice and the, the five spice and the cream of tartar and the, when you start going down the flavor profiles that you're not used to. It's like people think if I put white pepper on it, it makes it fancy. Yeah, I guess. Mm, it's just pepper. If you know the pet taste of the white pepper. Yeah. If you know what it tastes like. And I'll just taste seasonings to see what they taste like and then kind of go in my head about um, about how you build a, a flavor profile from like, okay, well, this is the fish. Or this is the this is what a raw carrot tastes like. Okay, that's where your starting point is. You know, so where do you go from there? I mean, we could we could we could boil carrots and make mashed carrots like mashed potatoes and make it delicious. You could do that with that type of vegetable. It just depends. I don't know. The question was so deep <laughs> to me. Like you're talking, like, I like salmon. How would you cook salmon? Well, there's a ten billion well, ways to it, do it. Well, that's the thing is, I don't like salmon because it's never cooked right. Well, it just depends. So on how, how do we cook it, it right? On, it depends on how you like. You could barbecue it. You could you cook the whole fish. You could cook the whole fucking fish like a Cajun microwave. Microwave man, just stuff it. You know, which it might be the next time I cook salmon, it might be something I'm gonna try to do is get stuffed salmon. We'll get the the, the half fillets, and then and then uh, butterfly them, 
and then stuff them. And instead of making those savory salmon ravishes, like those little rolls that are a snack, yeah. really stuff it. And just like I was talking about that uh, redneck sushi thing I was talking about with the pork loin, and then kind of truss it up and then bake it, maybe like a bacon jalapeno thing. Um, no. and just cook You're it. really turning my crank. It's not easy. I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I just—I don't know. I, I like it, but it's not my favorite fish. And there's no such thing as Chilean sea bass. <laughs> there's not. No, it's not such thing. It's a marketing tool. It's just sea bass. The Chilean sea bass does not exist. <laughs> Neither does Chilean. That's what I wake up in the middle of the night screaming. <laughs> there is no Chilean <laughs> Out of a dead sleep. There's no such thing as Chilean Oh, God. Oh, God. It's a nightmare. Um, uh, the last fish tacos that I make, instead of making salmon fish tacos, which I wouldn't do, I'd use a big white chunky fish like a codfish because yeah. it's hilarious. But um, you could do it with a bunch of different fish, really. But my, my favorite one would do is take the cod quarters, the cod fillets, and cut them into strips, right? Like catfish. And then beer batter them mm. and make fish and chip mm. tacos. Mm-hmm. Just fish and chip tacos. So I take, I mean, essentially I, fr- I, I fry my fish strips. Instead of using lettuce or anything, I use cabbage. Like mm-hmm. Shredded cabbage. Shredded cabbage on my corn tortilla. I'll make a little adobo or an avocado-based sauce. Not a guacamole, but a sauce. Mm -hmm. A little spice to it. So what you end up having is a cabbage bed on your corn tortillas, fried uh, beer-battered cod pieces, raw onions, avocado sauce, fresh chopped cilantro. Mm -hmm. That's a fish and chip street taco right there. I'd have to hit it with a little malt vinegar, too. Um, I was thinking about it uh, with the with the malt vinegar. I think it's gonna. You'd have to. Yeah, you could do it um, with the fish and chips. I'd wanna. I'd wanna have a potato aspect in there too. But instead of doing that, I mean, quite frankly, if you wanted to, you could take the potato and make tortillas out of it. But that would I don't, be. I don't want to go that. And what you'd do is you'd fry them on a stick, you know, kind of like a taco, and make mm-hmm. it a shape. Or you could do the corn, corn tortillas. As far as authenticity, are the way to go. Yeah. They're just the way to go. I had, uh, I made, we cooked burgers for the kids the other night, and I made burger tacos. That's because awesome. I can't eat the bread, you know? Yeah. So, a couple of corn tortillas, toasted them up in the oven, pulled them out. Lettuce, tomato, burger, mayo, mustard, dill relish, everything. Just <laughs> ate it like if I was If I was doing a it food or anything, I would invent, this is copyrighted, by the way. I would invent a corn on a flour tortilla toaster that's shaped like your electric uh, oven burner, your uh-huh. electric burner oven, because when we would we heat up stuff when you were a kid or something, it had that burn, you know, that, yeah. that spiral in it. And that's how, on the outside, that's how it would be. I'd have spirals on the outside of nice. it. Nice. Um, just because that's, that, that's the way I like to do it. Uh, but, I mean, you could do, uh, you could do a scampi, um, like a garlic butter shrimp. A street taco, which is just shrimp, sauce, cabbage, cilantro, wrap. Sold. Easy, there. easy as that. And I'm all your tacos there. would be a variation of that. That's your taco truck. Why don't we have our taco truck? Because we don't have the money wherewithal or motivation to do one. That's true. We've had we've talked about having a food truck for years now. We could have done it. We could have done it. The problem Sandwiches, was... Sandwiches, tacos. Well, any of that stuff. 
created multiple sandwiches, given given them very very odd names like the Black Owl. <laughs> yeah, the Black Owl. The sandwiches be called. Oh, okay. The the sandwich the sandwich truck would be called Fill Me with Meat. <laughs> and the uh, oh wait, yeah. And then the taco truck would be like Redneck Tacos or something, you know, or Adios Mijo or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Grande Redneck. No, I wouldn't do it that way. But I mean, like, you know, you're just making something simple. And simple doesn't have to be It's authentic as it gets. It's simple. You can make a bunch of it. It feeds a lot of people. It's beans and rice. It's cheap and we'll make a million dollars. I don't know if we'll make a million, but we'll break even for a while, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make a million tacos. Bro, I'll tell you what. My next sore away, sore away after I get off this deal rape that I can't, I'm stuck on is I'm going, into, I'm going into Cuban food. God, I love Cuban food. And Cubans make Chinese food, too. Cuban Chinese food is the most fantastic thing on the planet. That's just the weirdest phrase I think I've ever heard. Now the population, the, the population of, of, well, several places where the, where the, the race is mixed there is, is the diversity. is, is Cuban-Chinese fusion is amazing. And I said the hoity-toity word, but that's what it is. Um, oh, the fusion? Yeah, I mean, it's like stir-fried pork rice. And uh, plantains, and then the cubanas frijoles, all that, this fried beans with onions, and oh, God, it's so good. It's black bean. love all that stuff. And the pork, I mean, it's going to make me sweat. I'm going to sweat <laughs> pork fat. But uh, I love the meat sweats. Well, Jose, when, when I was working over there at the uh, car wash, um, he'd come in, and everybody hated his food, but when his wife would cook this pork. Jose, what, could, what truck did he drive? I don't remember. I, don't, I guess the na- the name on the side of his truck just rained off. I'm sure the it was big green truck. Yeah, it's a big yeah, green truck. yeah. He used to come in the Napa all the time. I used to get his food. Uh, his food wasn't that great, but the pork, the pork tacos. If you ask him, and I bought enough for him too. He's like sometimes he's like, don't worry about it. I liked his pork tacos. Whenever his wife would cook the whole pork butt, I'm sure she cooked it the night before, just simmered it all down. Fantastic. What's not to like about food truck? Yeah. You know, so. loved it. Every time he'd come in, we'd all reach in our pockets. Oh, here we go. What you got? It just depends on what he's got. Yeah. Like, I, I knew him and know well enough. He was like, man, I just want real Cuban food. I don't want anything else. And if he just had hamburgers, we got a steak for twenty three dollars, and we yeah. got this and that. Oh yeah, he came in with the steak. The hamburger was a big seller for some reason. It was a horrible frozen hamburger patty. That's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't a homemade hamburger patty. I, I saw somebody eating them like. And I talked to him. I was like, bro, how's that? Really? It was a huge seller. Like, everybody, like, he'd come in and, like, safe. four people would safe. get, like, the burgers. And I was like, what else you got? He's like, I got tacos. I got nachos. I want you I want you nachos. Give me some tacos. I want, you know, whatever, whatever's not. <laughs> give me 5,000 tacos for 10 bucks. Yeah, Thanks, give me like. what's not on the American menu His today. pork I don't tacos steak. were fan. Fantastic. His nachos were unreal. Were um, that's unreal. the same pork. It's the same pork from the tacos on there. It's yeah. really good. It's stewed pork is all that shit is. Um, and it, I, I don't know, man. I think I have pictures in my freaking on my phone somewhere that I put out on the internet that's there forever now of me taking a picture <laughs> of those pork tacos. I was like, Jose, I think Jose is trying to kill me. Is what I put on the. <laughs> is what I put on the post. Um, because it was just absolutely first class. <laughs> absolutely. Barbecued <laughs> goose. <laughs> it was just, it, man, it was fantastic. Which I have eaten. I've, have, I've eaten barbecued goose. Not good. Barbecue I'm just joking. Goose. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. That, that was, uh, that's the next thing I want to get into. Um, I've got classic Italian. Two, I got two new books up there. I got classic Italian, traditional Chinese. 
Which you love cooking Asian. Ever since you got into it, you've been ever since. I mean, ever since you hit culinary school, you're like, dude, I got these. You gotta try some of these Asian dishes, bro. They're fantastic. It's the. I think it's the level. It's the level of flavor profile because it starts out like, okay, I'm just putting oil in the pan. I'm gonna get this hot and we're gonna fry this. We're gonna tempura fry this shrimp in rice flour. My temperature is tempura. It is, and then we're gonna take that out. We're gonna set that aside, and then we're gonna we got the noodles made over here. We're gonna make this lo mein. You ready to experience this lo mein? And we're making lo mein. We're cracking an egg in it. We're stir frying it. We're scrambling an egg in the noodles, and you're flipping it up with a wok. I like it because it's. I just like it. It's just a. The food is delicious. Quick and dirty, and it tastes great. Just like that hotel room that time. <laughs> but, uh, and no, it's just I, it's not how far you're willing to go with it. And I really want to. I want traditional Chinese food because the steps they take. It's just it's different. Like how do you make the sticky rice? Like how you steam it and wave, fan it, and make it like the the starch and the rice come out to where you can ball. You can make anything out of it you want. You know. So I mean, trying to teach yourself that is almost impossible. Like I want to learn how to make sushi. Well, I have to go to a Japanese restaurant. Yeah. And I couldn't get a job. And you'll have to learn how to get a job in a Japanese restaurant. You'll have to learn how to make the the which because a lot of people don't understand this. They all everybody thinks sushi is just raw fish. No, that's. It's the type of rice. That's sashimi. Sushi literally means rice rice and vinegar. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Fantastic, but you know how you make it. But yeah, you can't get your foot in the door to learn how to do it. The Japanese restaurants that I had access to, but I did get a job at a Chinese food restaurant. I worked in a Chinese food restaurant too, but I was a dish washer. The old (laughs) old guy had just a series of ladles. He cooked everything with like he had this big two prong fork. You know, he had several of those. He had some tongs and had a yeah, whole... Everything else was ladled ladles. in. And he just worked with ladles. He'd move stuff with ladles. He had those flat, those big spatulas. But, I mean, and they had 400 walks. Because that's all they need. <laughs> and when I, once I realized what they were doing, I was like, this is American food. I mean, that's a Chinese, this is Chinese American food. This is what this is. Yeah. So I worked at a Chinese... It's a quick and dirty menu Chinese, made for American idiots. A Chinese American food restaurant. So everything tastes the same. Like, there's like five sauces. Every sauce goes on this dish, this dish. Baby corn, it tastes the same as this dish because it's the same sauce. And I was kind of dismayed because I was hoping Miyagi would be there. Yeah. You know? Someone show you the way. Exactly. But I was dismayed about it. But when I started reading and studying and trying to go into it, I was like, the Sashawan, how many different provinces and how food can be 25 miles over there, the food is different. Yeah. And it just, it, I think the reason I kind of got obsessed with it is because that's the way it is. There's just, yeah, I can just study your whole life on cooking like all the different variations of Chinese food. You'd lose your mind. No, you'd fucking be in love. <laughs> That's what you'd be doing. And you'd start at street food. That's what I'd start if I had the opportunity to go do that. Yeah. Just walk the streets, find out how they make find it. Find out how they make it. I'd do a show. I'd come back over here, and then I'd start. I'd do, like, those fly-by-night restaurants. You know how people do rock shows? Yeah. I'd do restaurants like that where you set up a restaurant. People buy tickets. Like they do bars in L.A. People Just- come in. We'll do the do the menu, and this is authentic from the Pungao area, province of China, and this is what I learned. And have you know, hire some uh, get some kids straight from culinary school, go through the menu like the few days before, execute it, and get ready. Yeah, get ready. These are the dishes for the next week. After that, I'm out of here. Yeah, and like, and that was my little taste of China that I brought to you. Thank you. Well, that's racist. I wouldn't do that because I'm a round eye. You're not. I am not. No. So uh, I wouldn't. You could do that. 
You just come out and do that and then leave. Yeah. 50 bucks. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> give me my money now. I'll give you 25 now, 25 after you do it, you dirty chink. <laughs> <laughs> oh and I was racist. <laughs> well, you started it. I just followed the flow. Uh, um, I'm partly Asian. I can say these things. That's right. I can't say anything. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> but uh no man that's that's just what i would do that's a great idea it's trademarked here if you do it i'll sue you i'm probably not i don't have any money for that copyright mark and josh in it to win it <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i panicked after the in it i don't know what to do after that take over take over turn to a werewolf or something it takes a lot out of you turning werewolf. to a werewolf bar mitzvah spook scary <laughs> boys becoming men men, men becoming, becoming wolves <laughs> you so, turned into a wolf that's what I do also you know what you never fucking see which pisses me off what you never see a cooking show where a motherfucker goes to Russia never no never I've scoured the interwebs I don't even know what Russian food looks or smells like other than potatoes <laughs> and borscht borscht yeah okay uh, Stupid lord cabbage. of war Stupid they cabbage. were cooking borscht Stewed yeah. red cabbage, I guess. I don't know. I think there might be meat in it. There might not. The point is, just because it's free doesn't mean it's no good. <laughs> I connected with that like a split second too late. You got me, you slick fuck. Um, <laughs> that was a could reach. Be cabbage, could, could be, be peaches. peaches. <laughs> but uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I would like to go to places like, you know... And you don't have to go across the world to Australia and see what like a Vegemite sandwich is happening. You don't have to do no. any of that. You and that does sh- not sound good to me. And no, it would to me. But when I, uh, I want to go to New Jersey and find an old Italian family that's been living in New Jersey for a while and see what Mama's cooking, see yeah. what Grandma's cooking. Is it just sausage and peppers? If that's what it is, we can do that. It's no yeah. big deal. But families, just like yours or mine does, they have older people. Their elders in their family have been cooking stuff from this and that and that. And some people like. Ketchup on their macaroni and cheese, like the oddities of American food, continental cuisine is—it's it's pretty strange. Yes, like this disturbing. is a fish stick burrito. What? There's a bologna festival in Canada. We've talked about the bologna festival. So I'm just throwing that out there, like it's all there. So I mean, instead of diners, drivers, and died, you know. That's why I love living here in the South because we get festivals like the Jambalaya Festival, the Sausage yeah. Festival, yeah. which no one really wants to go to the Sausage Festival. But uh, I've been at the Sausage Festival my whole life. <laughs> I know you have. Look at you, you fuck. <laughs> Tell me about how much you like gummy bears. Come on. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point we're gonna have to talk you know, about other things. Festivals. I like the crawfish festivals. I like tamale festivals. Oh. You never see the liver festival. I like to see that. I don't ever want to see that. Oh, you sissy. It's gross. It's delicious. It's disgusting. You haven't had it made good. I've had it made numerous different ways. None of them I've liked. We've lost him to the Jedi side, I guess. (laughs) Because I don't like disgusting liver. I'll eat a lot of weird things. Not yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me about what you want to eat. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Liver and that. <laughs> All right. Fair we, enough. We're going to take a quick break, take and then a, we're going to be back to break it off in you. I'm going to the bathroom, <laughs> bathroom to get a snack. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where do you get brown ice? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know where you get brown ice. <laughs> oh, Yellow snow and brown ice. Oh. Fountain Mountain. Fountain. <laughs> where are you going? I'm going to Fountain oh, Mountain. Oh, taste it. Taste the wick. <laughs> Daddy is the third. Stay a while and shuck it. <laughs> oh, golly. I'm going to spend some time relaxing on the poop deck. But <laughs> <laughs> that was your response. <laughs> a swarthy gypsy. <laughs> you have, no, you have no wisdom to depart. It's like, sir, where did they find the, the, the healer? The person that fell in the well's got the shingles. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. I want to hear a story, you swarthy gypsy. I want you to tell me the fucking information. <laughs> fucking black heart. And you find out he's he's really a mute with a funny hat. He's really a mute. You keep talking to him, he just he's grunts really at you. He's really a mute with a funny hat on. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Brian. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, permanent Sw- elastic Swami? Swami? <laughs> the guy with the pillow on his head? <laughs> no, that's like a what is a Swami? That's like a wise man from another country. Huh? Uh, but yeah. Can't remember the, where the Swami comes from. Where's the Swami? India? That's a yogi, huh? I guess both of them. Well, a yogi is a guy that teaches yoga. But don't they have like Or a bear of sorts Who loves picnic baskets Well yeah Gee Yogi Oh fuck (laughs) Oh boo hoo Take it all (laughs) I know what's in this picnic (laughs) But (laughs) Open the box boo boo Oh that was a butt rape trap (laughs) Somebody fucks a little bear Because of a picnic basket I think. Is a in a box or a basket? Oh God! <laughs> Butt pounding boo boo. Oh! All your favorite c- cartoons are now ruined because now you can't think. It's like let's watch old fashioned ca- cartoon porn. I want to see what Huckleberry Hound does. <laughs> 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 Huckleberry Hound is now the star of scat porn, thanks to Josh. Whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be doggy style. Elky Bong. <laughs> That's a whole different Come thing. along, dog biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what the shit? Foghorn man porn. Oh, what is it with you and the? the I just got on a, tr- a thing about what's, fucking cartoon what's porn. With you with the pornography. Why did I turn into Marlon Brando? I don't know. Why aren't you digging my pornography joke? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? That's the answer. I'm gonna smash you over the head with a dollar store lamp. <laughs> I'll teach you. Can I cut your apple with my dirty drugstore knife? Yes. <laughs> the answer is always the answer yes. Is always yes. My dirty drugstore knife. <laughs> I'll teach you. <laughs> so you got scum on it, plastic from the. From the Old toothless bag lady cut up her heroin supply with it. What? I don't know. We didn't go that far. I'm just thinking, like, what would a dirty drugstore knife be used for if a transient had it? Protection. Feeding yourself. I don't know. Feeding yourself with my dirty drugstore knife. <laughs> that's just good. That's just good stuff. That's just good clean fun. That's what that is. Uh, 
Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 just thinking about it. Hmm. Hmm. Podcast where we giggle for an hour. Uh-huh, all right. We've already bored the uh, audience with food talk, okay. which I thought was very fun and informative. But and, well, no, I guess you can't make rope out of that. I mean, you can't pull much taffy with that dear taffy. No, I was thinking umbilical cord. <laughs> but I mean, you have to get a bunch of them. Yeah, well, you have to get a bunch of them, and it, like the rope would be all dry and black, <laughs> wet and wispy. <laughs> Ugh. What is it? It's a nutrient hose. Nutrient dry, hose. Dried nutrient hose rope. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> it is. Ugh. <laughs> it's not a good belt. You can hang yourself with it, though. Babies do it all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what I went in utero. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even deal with it. Yeah, I went blue with it. Blue chunks. <laughs> <laughs> Tear sario Oh, you're reading Victoria's Secret backwards. It was harder than I thought. <laughs> I tried to make the attempt and fail. I read Victoria's Secret backwards all the time. I started the back of the book. Yeah. So where they put their clothes on. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> That's something I haven't seen in a thousand years. The Victoria's Secret catalog or the Fredericks of Hollywood that oh, you know, yeah. used to get in the mail. Yeah, you jerk off to that one. <laughs> <laughs> if you're being honest. I mean, yeah. The, the, I don't the, know what you did with it. The look on your face, I could see the pages. Did you, did you see the memories? There. Yeah. You just saw the memories of me and the, the Fredericks of Hollywood calendar. The, the pictures of the, the scantily clad hooers in your eyes. The scantily clad lingerie models that I was with in the bathroom in my mind. How is that not a sexy fucking party? Fuck you, judgmental <laughs> prick. <laughs> Fredericks of Hollywood all over this D. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Shut up. I was a kid. <laughs> I regret nothing. In here with it. In here with the lotion and the Fredericks of Hollywood. <laughs> I didn't even know about lotion until I was seventeen. Man, I was that was dr- I was dry rubbing my fucking slab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it worked. Oh, <laughs> it smells bad. <laughs> it's saliva and semen makes a weird smell when they're mixed together. Just take it from me. Here's a thought. <laughs> you know, when you was a kid, you'd run and you'd fall and you'd scrape your knees and your elbows and you get scabs and stuff. Uh-huh. I wonder, I'm sure it's happened, but I've never heard it talked about that some chick was running and she fell like flat out and just scabbed her tits. Like you know. would your knees. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we have a Facebook page now. People can can send us messages to tell us. Facebook.com slash from the K to the S. And the toilet pinter has arrived. I just thought it was curious. Never thought about it until just now. Yeah, no. Good thought. Weird thought. It's a weird one. I'm sure there's videos of somebody that was small that had a big dog on a leash being drugged down the street. Where are those stories? Yeah. I want to hear those stories. Let's hear them. Send them in, people. (laughs) Send them in. Let me hear your stories, and I'll talk about your story on 
It's not on air. It's not like it's a radio show. It's a podcast, 2018. What am I thinking? Yeah. It's like it's just me and you in the airwaves. We had a radio show when we were a kid before this. We were the first podcasters, I think. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to claim that. I didn't that. see anyone else doing what we were doing, sitting down and just start hitting record. That was our that was our claim to fame. We had podcasts before it was, uh, I don't know, cool? Yeah, my, yeah, a micro cassette recorder filled with us just being foolish. I got those somewhere in, that, in a box back there. You find them, we'll play them. We got to. Right, we'll, just, we'll clip them. I don't know if we'll play well, yeah, them. We'll no, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll throw in snippets. Wacky, because we just talked. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, like, talking about anything that was important or no never not really no never just, it was like always just us putting on a show e-corp snivets e-corps snivets Coors Light mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time I ever heard a, a grown man misspell the word beer <laughs> haunted haunted by that I was trying to make it radio we call it Beal to this day we tried, to, tried to make it funny and when I realized my, just my horrible, I just flopped it. I flopped it so hard. I was so into the joke that I was telling that I dropped the whole, the whole thing. And L is for love. And L is for the Beal. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. The old days when we would get liquored up and record ourselves because we had no lives. Apparently, I just wanted to say really bad. And L is for love. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, you know, screw all spelling. I'm just going to ask. This is like, my name is Mark, and I'm on from the kitchen table to the streets. You spell it M-A-R-L. L. Because <laughs> I just wanted to have the, the acronym to break Marl. down. <laughs> Marl. <laughs> Marl. Marl. He's full of Marl. <laughs> this Marl's full of wheels. The springs. Taste the thunder. Taste the, the fountain, fountain mountain. mountain. <laughs> I would like lovely. you to expose your palate to my new confectionery delight, brown ice. <laughs> 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 so, just the thought is it, there's nothing good that can come out of brown ice. There's brown ice, there's green ice. Got, <laughs> he's got it all. I got it. I got it all. My spicy peppy pepperoni. This old lady I used to know used to freeze orange juice and ice cube trays and give it to us as a snack when I was a kid. That's weird. Yeah, it was weird. It's when uh, me and uh, uh, well, not a real cousin of mine, but a guy I was kind of called a cousin. We were out in the backyard getting lizards, catching lizards and making them bite and then putting them on our ears and wearing them lizard earrings. We were wearing lizard earrings and eating frozen orange juice. That's weird. That's so weird. Something I did as a kid. <clears throat> we, uh, Derek and I, tased a lizard until it turned purple. <laughs> <laughs> what I did was weird. <laughs> you electrocuted a... you say it. <laughs> you electrocuted... <laughs> yeah, we tased... You electrocuted a lizard until it changed yeah, color. Tased one of those little out-in-the-yard lizards, one of those little green lizards. Until it turned pro. Okay, we okay. We did. We a, let our lizards go, and they lived long, too, productive lizard didn't. lives. As I almost choked to death on frozen orange juice. <laughs> he, pro- he probably died of schizophrenia at some point. No, Can no. Can you no. die from schizophrenia? No, you, that was the that was the death sentence. What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? When you put somebody to death, it's not the death yeah. sentence. Yeah, it's called the. What is it called? Ex- execution. It's called the. 
What is it called? The electric chair? <laughs> yeah, death row. Was it like you put them on yeah, death row? Put them on death row. And then you electrocuted them to death. But you didn't put water. There was no medium. You just cooked them. Yeah, we just. The reason yeah. he turned colors is because you <laughs> cooked his blood. <laughs> his <laughs> organs exploded in his lizard body. He turned purple. We also got a lizard drunk on bourbon. That's once, weird. And he threw up till he died. I shot up rum once. A what? I shot up rum once. Did you? Yeah. The drum. I don't know why. I was bored. Literally. I'm just going to fill up a needle with rum and stick it in my vein. I didn't fill it up. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> just a test. Yeah. Derek and I had a weird thing. Of the like emergency we- Marcas system. <laughs> The, the uh we yeah we we did all sorts of things with lizards like we you know like, I can't think of anything I did with the lizards but the one story that I told <laughs> yeah, I chased no. them I was like well I we, got you you know we apparently we I seen several kill the screen door but I never we never hunted one we got a couple of them drunk one one we got drunk on bourbon one we got drunk on cough syrup they both vomited till they died I don't think that's drunk I think that's poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> we poisoned a lizard with bourbon. We That's poisoned a lizard with cough syrup. What's the well, we dosage put for it that way? What's the dosage for a lizard, Josh? You tell me right now. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Actually, no, a little. No, 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 it's not. A thimbleful is too much. It's a lizard. <laughs> That's uh, we funny. Though. That's strange. Caught a lizard frog shirt? once, and it was jumping around his bedroom, and he sprayed it with cologne for some reason. So when it jumped by, I just pulled my lighter out of my pocket and lit it on fire. Fiery frog hopping around the room. It's horrible. Derek thought it was hilarious. Well, yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the guy that he takes pictures of his shit and sends it to you. Yeah, he really does. That's that dude. Or it's funny. Did. It's not. It's not bad. It's just I wasn't. I don't. I can't think of anything I ever. Any animal. That's not true. Never mind. That I caught on fire, but one was inadvertent. <laughs> No, we, Fluffy, no. No, <laughs> no. no uh, there was an old stove out in the woods behind James's house. An old, like, electric stove or whatever. Um, and we set it on fire. I don't remember why we set it on fire. We set it on fire. But inside the oven compartment, there was a family of possums. Oh. And we didn't know. And they got out. Like, once it got too hot, they were freaking out. And they couldn't get out Mrs. Brisby style. And they busted out. It was, like, several on-fire possums running around setting the woods on fire. It's pretty intense, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't. Flaming possum. As a rule, I don't, I don't do stuff like that. I never really did. I was never really somebody. A giant possum on the porch the other night. But I hunt though, so it's different. Yeah, yeah. cat food, possum yeah, and cat food. That's man. exactly. I opened. I, I walk. I was walking by the front door toward the kitchen. Grabbed me a cup, a glass of water, and I heard the bag rustling. And I was like, man, cats are getting in the cat food. Open the door, and a possum. I don't know two feet long pulls his little head out and looks at me and I was like I banged on the door like get out of here he just looked at me I opened the door and when I opened the door that's when he took off and it reminded me because I was telling Scott about it it reminded me of that time we grabbed that one with that post hole digger oh yeah that was a long time ago yeah I snagged I snagged a a possum with a post hole digger we cornered a possum in the house well remember it wasn't in the house it was in the carport and they were complaining about the possums eating the cat food, so we used. Yeah, but uh, it ran in the house at some point. I don't remember that. Yeah, this and is what I that's remember. why we grabbed it with the postal there because it cornered itself behind a chair. This is what I remember. I remember setting up. Uh, they was like, 
cat keeps eating the cat food. So I set up ice chests around the cat food to where the, the, the possum would have to go in to this one area to get the cat food. And the postal digger was right there. And you step out on the steps. This is all I remember. Look down, and there's a possum. So I grabbed, this is what I remember. I grabbed the uh, postal digger, reached down there and grabbed it. That's what I remember. I remember, I remember uh, what it was. It. I remember you setting up that little ice chest thing. But what happened is somebody opened that back door to go mm-hmm. to the laundry room. And it ran in the house. That's so weird. And people came out freaking out. There's a possum in the house. There's a possum in the house. I was like, we got this, Mark. Come on. <laughs> and we cornered it and, uh, in the bedroom. And there was like a chair. And I got on one I side of the chair. I do remember that. I got on one side of the chair to kind of watch, keep him, keep him there. And you got on the other side and reached down behind that chair with that pulso digger and grabbed him and mm. picked him up. Well, he was not happy. No, because I went out in the backyard and opened it and stuck him in the ground. And yeah. He was trapped. He was trapped. And then Marshall the- wailed on him with a bat. <laughs> it was a golf club. That's that's what it was. He killed a possum with a golf Good. club. Just wailing on it. I just trapped a possum. I didn't realize they were going to kill it with a golf club. But at that point, my job was done. My job yeah. was to attack nuisance animal, attack nuisance animal gone, move along with my life. Yeah. That's as far as it went, ultimately. Um, I've been in several situations like that. Never with a possum again. I almost threw up because of an armadillo. Armadillo. Uh, I was a kid, man. I was, I was Christian's age or younger. We went, me and my dad went hunting out with just, I can't remember what his name is. We called him Duck. This is before our Duck. This is another dude we called Duck. We're out and we're hunting. I don't remember what we're hunting or why we're out there, but we're wearing camouflage and dogs are hunting something. He's got two hunting dogs and they find an armadillo and they, armadillos are fast. Yeah. And this, these dogs are running all through the woods chasing this armadillo. And it runs up in this tree and gets stuck like up in a hollow tree that's laying down. And I hack it up in the tree to let the dogs get the armadillo. Why? I don't know. I, don't, I still don't know to this day. We open it up and, and Duck is hitting it with this machete. But it's got a shell on. It's like whack. Whack. Yeah. And he finally, and the dogs are shaking it, but it's kind of in a ball. And it's hurt, but it's... And then it rolls over on its back. It's, it's starting to it's starting to be hurt now. And I see its belly, and I'm about to I, I'm hitting it, and I'm about to pick that machete up and go for the belly. And I just use one hand though. I just you know, when I poke it, I don't stab it. I just kind of poke it. I'm gonna slowly press it. When I poke it, I see that belly go kind of sticks in. And I didn't even Ooh. I didn't stab it. It just moved. Yeah. And I was like, I just handed it away. This is grossed me out. So I was never a other than eating it. Like hunting for meat or fishing and stuff for something I'm going to eat. I was just never, never really a, a mangler. Yeah. Of uh, just some vile stabber of animals. Yeah, just something they were doing. It, it was a thrill kill, and it just something. I just I was just grossed out. Yeah. By it. well, I've that never, was, never been one to do that to animals either, except for getting lizards drunk and setting frogs on fire. That should be the T-shirt. <laughs> we get, get lizards drunk and set frogs on fire. We're setting frogs on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ribbit. Oh. oh. Stay a while in the ribbit. <laughs> Man. Why do you, why do you tell you me You know, I'll wait till you take a sip to mm-hmm. drop the good ones. You know, I take a sip, you take the tip. Uh, no. <sighs> Maybe that'll be for the Class 5 Patreons. <laughs> if our patrons... I'll make uh, beef tips. Uh, yeah. Like literally. Please do. Let's, I'm, I'm hungry. Um, 
No, when you I need take to get the-, the Patreon up and going. We need to get our tiers figured out, and then, uh, yeah, actually uh, get patrons. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I know uh, over a thousand people have listened or saw what it was, clicked on it, checked it out. I don't know how many people have listened. I've never seen the metrics, but yeah. does it matter? I see it uh, periodically, and honestly, I think our last episode had like forty something plays on SoundCloud. I don't see the iTunes metrics because they're hard to they're hard to look at. Uh, the SoundCloud metrics, we, we got like forty plays. Just imagine if forty of those people, if all forty of those people gave us a anywhere from a dollar to ten dollars, we'd have forty bucks. 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have four dollars. I, I can't remember what the con- the comedian uh, thing was. Is like I, I listened to it because I listened to a lot of comedians podcasts. It's if you could get it was a thousand if you could get a thousand fans mm-hmm. and they're paying twenty five dollars a ticket mm-hmm. you're set yeah. you don't have to go any higher you don't have to have, be on TV show, shows you don't have to do any movies you don't have to do any of that just stay there stay medium stay low and just keep just keep grinding if I could do that that'd be straight but I mean I just I would just like enough to to pay for the SoundCloud the, the SoundCloud yeah, yeah. pay for the podcast yeah one podcast pay for itself. I don't need the money. I mean, I'd like some money, but, you know. If we get some, like, questions and comment sections, if somebody listening to this would send us a comment or something about that. Like, people can do that on the SoundCloud. Yeah. Or they can do talk on to Facebook. us on Facebook now. Yeah. Do that. And, uh, well, give us, like, if you want recipes and more food talk, I got billions of that. Or if you just want more stupid, we can do more stupid. Or if you want Josh to turn into a werewolf, he could do that too. No. Not right now, but when the full moon comes. Oh, okay. You know the rules. Nobody can see my face. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like, so all this you. is lost. Yeah. No one can see me stealing high missile man. You. Ah, space boy. <laughs> <laughs> what is the matter with you, man? It's like ingrained into your timing now. It really All is. your comedy is based around the timing of me either crapping myself or spitting something out of yeah. my mouth. I, I, you know, that's it. I go for spit takes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the ma- <laughs> what is the matter with you, man? We <laughs> do that. Um, uh, when are we going to start trying to make the fucking movie, man? Um... When we have talent, <laughs> we got talent. We got the we got the we got the tools. We don't have the tools, but we do have we the have talent. the talent. We have tools. We got I got an iPhone right here. I got one somewhere. I I you lost can make a movie it. with this. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not like it's gonna be uh, freaking Roman Polanski in that movie where Harrison Ford can't find his wife. Yeah. That I one. think we start with Richard Slips. <laughs> I know that's too big of an undertaking because there's too much there's too much thought going in that. The, no, the premise, the, the script is written. A fifteen minute short film. Yeah, but to, I know there's a lot of logistics. The yeah. um, but the one I'm thinking of, because I we could do we could do pretty easily. It's just finding the the peeps. Eighty eight hours. It's not eighty eight hours. It's it's fifteen, maybe twenty, maybe thirty minutes. <laughs> The title is 88 hours. The tower, the to- the tower is 88 the t- hours. The t- yes, the tower. Yes, take me to the tower. And Fountain Mountain. Bring me to the brown eyes. <laughs> oh, no, not the brown eyes. We're going to mine it. you got to mine the brown eyes? We're going to mine the brown eyes, and then we're going to melt it. We're going to put it in bottled water, and we're going to sell it. It's going to be water. Just regular glacial water like Fuji, but it's going to be brown. And we're going to be rich. 
because everybody likes brown water. <laughs> Wait, my I'm drinking a cup of it right my now. My business my business thought fell apart at the end. Nobody likes brown water. It's true. Crystal clear is the way to go. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> brown ice. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's not frozen tea, is it? No. No, it's not. It's not frozen Coke either. No. no when you freeze Coke, it, it, it's flat. Yeah. Flat Coke. I do miss Icy's. Brown ice. I'm making it in a toilet. I'm making it in a toilet. Like, would you like some Merlot? I'm making it in a toilet. Merlot. <laughs> I'll make it in the toilet. I got blisters. In your butt? No, bro, those are hemorrhoids. Oh. Oh. Not in my butt, but that's what oh, blisters in general. In, that's what blisters in your butt would be there if they were butt blisters. <laughs> Hemorrhoids. 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 That's oh, three no, finger no, movements. Get your finger out of there. That's not the in there. That's just the moment. Like when you have hemorrhoids, your finger's up. And the, the, the further you go down with the, the phonetics, it just gets lower and lower and lower. Well, it's a fist. Relax, turn around, and take my hand. <laughs> That's what that song is about. Shut up. Listen to the lyric. Look at the game change. Oh, look at the game change. How are you going to be great if you don't study greatness? That's this right. is all stolen. This is all stolen yeah, material. Stolen. We should be ashamed of ourselves. And, uh, yeah, next thing you know, we'll be doing Christopher Walken. And no, we won't. No, We're not going to do Christopher Walken or Tracy Morgan or Falling on Sharp Branches. Any of that fun stuff that Jay Moore does. Yeah, we can't, we can't be Jay Moore. We tried to be Jay Moore, but we're Jay Less. <laughs> 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 the gayest joke I could possibly make. Yeah, and it made me laugh. The only thing I didn't do was put on a sassy pair of black pajamas and sashay across the living room. <laughs> I'm in my sassy black kimono. <laughs> I don't remember the context of that joke. I don't remember it either. I just remember, I remember I just saying know, something. Yeah, I just remember it. You just come like, over and catch me, catch a picture of me in my sassy black yeah. kimono or something. Yeah, see me, you know, you're gonna you're gonna come over early, are you? You're gonna see me in my sassy black kimono. <laughs> it was the way you said it. You said it like your dad. Yeah. You're gonna see me in my sassy black kimono. <laughs> It's not long enough. No, it ain't. Where is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Just long enough to see the furry white viper. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Don't get bit. (laughs) Poison. A bit of a rattlesnake. Hairy round steak in a plastic bag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Those thin balls blow like a wet grocery receipt. (laughs) It's all veiny and warm. Oh, it's so veiny. <laughs> it's like a white marble sitting in a box of alfalfa sprouts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
so gross. It really is. That is that is <sighs> grotesque. So it is. I was trying to think of other nasty things to say, but I lost it. I was on a roll there for a second. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I'm still weeping. Oh. <laughs> what? No. I know you just had no. a thought. I saw it. Yeah, you I saw, saw it. the synapse fire. It's better. It's better left. It's better left unsaid. <laughs> I was thinking about the parts of the eggplants you throw away, all purple and. You know. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I went deep with it. I was like, mm. oh, you went deep with it. Yeah, I went deep with it. Uh, like a creamy brown. <laughs> 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 All right. I can't even look at you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we've got, and this is what we've uh, um, what we wound up as. I was gonna apologize, but I don't care. Yeah. Well, apologize for being cruel when I could have been kind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, prick. No, that was from... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm picking up with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, see? Sultry. Sultry. Jesus, God. Tim Curry in there. Everything holy. Please. No, you know what? Thanks a lot. Or not. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. Leave a comment. Facebook, SoundCloud, do a dance. SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com. I'll make you a Back, shirt. Backslash to the streets. Facebook.com. Drunk and setting frogs on fire from the <laughs> kitchen table to the streets. And on that note, we cue the music. Self-production. If you don't like what you hear, blame yourself.